Welcome to the Mental Mom Show. I'm Megan Farr, a therapist and mother of two by day, and a coffee-drinking ADHD maniac basic white girl. But most importantly, I'm the Mental Mom host by night. And I'm Casey Harper, the producer slash art director slash boyfriend and moral support slash whatever Megan needs. Did you get it so that I'm coming out of the left side? Like Veronica likes it, my cousin? Yeah, you're coming out of the left. Because I don't know how to make it come out of both sides. Sorry, Veronica. Okay, my cousin Veronica. Hey, everybody. My cousin Veronica, who I love and she's like a big supporter. She says that when she's driving, she likes to hear my voice come out of the left side speaker where she's driving. And she loves Casey and wants to hear him too. Sure she does. She does. She loves you. You know all my cousins love you. Um, But she wants my voice to be, excuse me. Oh, that's hot. Primary. Do you like that, Veronica? On the left hand side. So anyway, thanks, Veronica, keeping us on our toes. Casey says he's learning how to... um, I'll figure it out. I'm not a audio engineer. He's not. Sorry, everybody. That's okay. We still love you. I love you. I just don't want you to think because you're sleeping with the talent that you can like slack off. That's all. I'm sleeping with the talent? That would be me. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to slap you. <laughs> all right. So welcome everybody to the Mental Mom Show. Uh, let's check in with Casey. Let's just get right down to it. How are you feeling? Gotta use a feeling word. I'm tired. You're a bit grouchy. Yeah. Try not to be, though. Well, you had a lovely weekend. You got to go the fishing all been, day Saturday with the your dad. The weekend's been awesome. It was leading up to the weekend that just got to wore me out. And then you got to go to a, Cause your friend's house tonight and watch football? Nobody knows how to drive anymore. Are you still, like, 48 all hours week, later still? All week. It's not just 40. It's not like, yeah, it's all week. I've been cut off and had my butt ridden up and down ridden up and down is the that, road i love the word people ridden. don't know how to <laughs> ridden. understand people don't understand like the purpose of an on-ramp is to get up to speed to the traffic oh i always thought you were supposed to just go like 20 and then like at the end of it just like punch it up no i'm kidding <laughs> so yeah um, is it that's why you asked me to drive on friday well the, i yeah i was just i was done couldn't do it that's why you live like in the city city or not live you work in the city city and grew up in like the city and i'm telling you the driving over there is way different than out here in the burbs don't you agree i guess yeah we have roundabouts yeah people still don't know how to use those either i got cut off in a roundabout they're everywhere you know what this is exactly what i'm talking about you are putting all this negative energy out there law of attraction it's coming and biting you in the ass. Whereas I'm very positive lately and I'm putting out that people are good drivers not... and no one has cut me off on a roundabout. And I drive a ton around here since we moved. Do other people but like you don't, across not the country? Every day, though. Across the country. Do other people have roundabouts? Email us if you do. They're like I'm sure there are instead places. of an intersection, 
they're replacing four-way stops with with roundabouts i love them personally now that i know how to use them honestly megan you don't drive as much during the week anymore as i do and when i do drive it's usually not during rush hour yeah and why would i want to attract being cut off you don't want to you don't mean to it's subconscious you're just putting it out there oh there's all these bad drivers oh I get cut off. I don't off. think so. Oh. I mean, the and then best, it happens. The best driving is defensive driving. I'm just paying attention. Well, you are a defensive driver. Because if I'm not paying attention, I would have been in a wreck. For someone who got so much R and R this past weekend, I don't understand why you're so grouchy right now. I'm not that grouchy. You just asked me how. I and was. the Bears won tonight. Yeah, they won. Okay, tell it, tell it us what you're really a convincing thinking. Convincing victory. They barely won. I'm in a good mood. I mean, I've this weekend's been great. I've had a great weekend. But you asked me how I was feeling, and I was what is the feeling you. word? Irritated, frustrated. Well, I told you I was feeling tired. Tired. And... That's the feeling word right there. You got it. Tired. Yeah, that's what I said. All right, good job. This is going to be a really fun show tonight. I'm I'm having a great day. Okay, good. So yeah, let's talk about the Bears. Um, Casey Harper, longtime Chicago Cubs and Bears fan, lifelong, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is my family, and I am, but I'm just along for the ride. I don't know. Like, I'm just having fun. I might get a jersey. I might go to a game if someone invites me. And I like the level of commitment that you have. Now, can okay. I just jump in real quick? Yeah. Even please. though I'm already talking? Okay. And, like, like when we went with our favorite, like, two of our favorite people, Jess and Butch, hey, guys, our good friends, mm-hmm. to the local bar that... In Indianapolis, which is like primarily Colts yeah. fans, there is a bar that plays the it's Bears, Bears games. bar. It's a Bears bar. Those, that was my first time. Was that last week? Yeah. Okay. And that was the first game. That was of the opening the game of the season. So it was Bears versus Packers, which I get. That's a big deal. Whoa. That was borderline traumatizing for someone like me who wasn't ready for like or prepared for what sure. in person. Bears fans. Yeah, people can be intense. It was so intense. And my favorite part, because, you know, then I just take a step back and I'm like, oh, we're not just here for fun. This is like... It's life and death. Life and death. You weren't really like that. No, I, I'm never like that, usually. No, you're not. Um, But the it was, you know, I go human behavior. I mm-hmm. love it. I just love paying attention and analyzing it and whatever. So then, you know, I'm barely watching the game. I'm more just watching the fans, Bears fans. And the energy in there, as the Bears started to lose, or were they losing the whole time? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they didn't win. They played terrible. It wasn't just like these fans were watching the game. It It was like they were pissed. And then people started leaving early, stomping out. They were like... Yeah. Stomp out. That's because I think my my opinion is people have expectations, especially after last year. We didn't have expectations. We were like, uh, maybe we'll improve. Like, we'll be a little better than the year before. But we, like, took a giant leap, and we won the division. And then we made it to the playoffs. And then the way we lost in the playoffs – so then you come into this year and Vegas has us, you know, one of the top five teams to win the Super Bowl so and like all this what... stuff. And now we have all this expect- expectations coming into the season and you come out and you poop the bed 
where your offense looks awful and all this well it's better than the other word so (laughs) that's the thing they 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 have expectations and they're not realistic that they're unreal these fans they they don't they let their heart outweigh the lot of the reason and the logic and the reality the the reality that we aren't going to be as good so as are you we telling me be. if i would have been at that same bar last year for the opening game like i wouldn't have or maybe the no, year there's before, always going to be people that are like are they that. but like even that when many? you're terrible that many hello maybe not that many because you've been we were going to that bad. bar for a long time yeah but there's always people no matter even if you suck that are going to scream and yell at the tv i didn't realize for any you know, team not just the players <clears throat> i have three brothers and a dad and you know, sports were on. People were watching sports. I've been to games before. I wasn't expecting. I guess yeah, I don't have those kind of sports fans in my life. Your family's not, from my what I've gathered, when it comes to sports, they like sports, but they are not intense about sports. No, they're not. Like even they all like soccer, but they don't get intense about soccer. Well, there's some text messaging that, you know, some trash talking text messaging that happens during games, remember? Yeah, but, I mean, it's not... Not the same. Not like that. Were you... No, you weren't there, but um, at my... One of my brother's... My brother had a birthday barbecue a couple weekends ago, and hearing my dad and brothers talk about sports, it was like soccer versus American football. So football versus football. football. Okay. And both Mike and Matt were excellent players, talented uh, players. They didn't go on to college or anything, but they were good. And so my dad, so they were talking about football. And then my dad was talking about, yeah, but American football. And he was talking about like just the grace and the elegance of like, and the just the um, immense talent of like, catching the ball like he was just going into all this detail Uh but he was so calm about it and i was like oh okay i never really thought about it that way like you were more open to listening to it is that what you mean yeah it was just calm and that was either right before or right after that was right before we went to the bar and watched with all these intense so so i'm like there with this very civilized conversation about sports yeah which that's what i thought you know and then just to be there in the midst of i don't know if it's healthy as a as a therapist of a mental health professional i have to say when your blood pressure gets raised that much during what i thought was considered a leisure activity that's just that can't be good no i mean there's always people that go too far and then you throw alcohol in the mix, and it goes, it's even worse. Well, I was impressed that there was only, like, one really drunk person that I saw. Um, a lot of the people, I saw people drinking Coke, water, like, not even, there wasn't even, I didn't see that many, like, wasted people. I think this anger was really just, like, deep-rooted. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying in general, like, when you go to other, like, if you're at a sporting event and there's alcohol involved, it's always going to increase the intensity because there's people that can't handle their alcohol plus their sports and you mix the two and they explode. Yeah. So, I mean, there were people on the cusp of that for sure. For sure. And I guess I always just thought of like going out with friends to watch a game as like a fun thing, not not a devastating I have fun. Like that's, it, I, mean, I don't it, let it ruin my day, but there's people fun. that get... I was just yeah. surprised. That's all. It's my first time seeing sports fans like that. Yeah. 
it gets it's real i liked how you just kept her cool the whole time because i'm a realistic person you're just very chill like i i don't i know who our quarterback is like that's these other things i mean when you get into any kind of team you know there's always these things like especially if you follow a team you know the players and some people even though they're like a fan of the team they don't know the sport you know necessarily right because i was really interested in just like i was looking up ditka shirts and like the chris farley bears shirts and like you know this from the snl skits uh that's what i was doing in and half watching yeah well anyway yeah so (laughs) i mean yeah i i don't it was a learning experience to me for me it's sports is fun and nothing is that important because i have no stake in it what what am i going to get if the bears win other than feeling good but like at the end of the day am i going to get a paycheck no but you're also like not you're not a fair weather fan because you're you're like um, a no, Bears I've, fan. I've been full of misery my entire life, and you wonder why I am the way that I am. Yeah, what the hell? But yeah, you were so positive when you first attracted me. Well, now you make it sound like I'm not positive at all. Well, you are sometimes. Are you still positive? I, apparently, I'm not as positive as I think <laughs> I am. <laughs> you are. Okay. Did you watch the Oprah video I sent you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Did you find it inspirational? Kind of. It's hard for me. I mean, I'm not a super religious person, so when people start talking about God... Well, the source, the universe. Yeah. If you just leave it at the universe as just saying, I don't know, I guess the the whole God thing, I, I don't have anything against it, but it just inside me, I just... Maybe it's because I don't want to put a name on it. Like, I'd rather just say there's something in the universe yeah, you don't have that to put a name on is it. definitely there is a higher power, whatever it is. I mean, who knows? Um, some people call it God because it helps, you know, that helps them. And that's cool. But for me, it just it just doesn't hit the same nerve as if you just talk about the universe and like us being small, you know. Yeah, and I didn't even I don't even I didn't even remember that she used the word God. To me, she I like came out of the like, gate talking about God. Well, to me, it sounded But it that's what I'm like saying. That's how you interpret yeah. it. But I don't know. Some of it gets on the cusp of getting a little too hokey for me. And it's not that I'm not trying to discredit. You know, I mean, you can't because I, I don't have an answer for But um, I do agree with her when she talks about buying into yourself and like what you put out is what you receive you do believe in that and like the golden thing. rule and um you know she kind of talked video. about it on a grander scale i mean i i believe in those types of things and I... but th- okay this is why i get a little lost in the whole god higher being thing of people putting a lot of faith in that and then saying that it's not just them helping themselves like you have to put in the work but you putting in the work, then you're receiving, like the gift. Mm-hmm. You know that your reward is this, and that's where I have a Did hard time. Did she say reward, or was it more like I maybe okay, not well, exactly going. reward? Keep going. Um, so I'm trying to figure all this out. So no, but when you start, when people start talking like that, and then you look at people who are quote unquote successful, or you know they're only famous because they did stupid stuff, like the Cash Me Outside girl from yeah. Doctor Phil. I'm like. So what does she put into the universe that now she makes millions of dollars? She believes and, she could. <laughs> like, is I mean, is that seriously what it is? Probably. She just believes that she just has... She the, found her people. 
well and like that's when it, so so all she puts out in the universe is negativity and selfishness and you know what i mean so like that's where i have a hard time of like buying into this putting things into a higher power such as god because i'm like really with what you're saying yeah oprah okay you believe in god and you did all you know and now you've had this success but then you're telling me the catch me outside girl and god's like oh okay yeah you're a little asshole or you're a little shit the way here's I your reward is first of all with oprah she has always been out to serve and give a positive message mm-hmm. and help people yeah it's awesome and then like major uh donations to different causes and right okay so i think she's just a genuinely good person yeah right now catch me outside girl which we'll post a link to that if you've been like me and i was in a coma for a long time having children yeah somehow i missed you missed even all as that. much as i love dr phil i missed that is she is so young she doesn't know what's we don't know what's coming for her still lots of people get famous but they don't and they make money but they don't like look up at all the athletes and all the people who like make tons of money and they just squander it because they don't know like the value of it they don't really know so just because it looks like like she got like she's made it doesn't mean that she's really living like a i'm not saying that she's you know made it or like that but she wants or means something to her sure i mean yeah if you want to look at it that way but there's also people and i know money's not the end all be all of everything but there's people that have almost nothing and give as much as they can. You know what I mean? And you do you for, oh, go ahead. But for them to like give and give and give and give and then you still see them borderline struggle, you know what I mean? And they do everything out of the goodness of their heart and then still like negative things can happen to them. And like Oprah was saying, you know, it's all all of this stuff is gathering for you to build you up to accepting your your moment but it's like but you have to be ready for it and see it too but that's what i mean so so you do all these good things and but you still have like doubt that yeah but then okay so then you're but then also say that person is a very religious person and they do believe in god and then they're like well i'm doing all this because you know they're missing a component of it yeah so i don't know i mean at the end of the day, yeah, be a good person and treat people with respect and everything. It just, it's always not sat well with me when you publicly see people. What's between her and Joe Rogan? Because you totally, like, believe all of his positive stuff and think you don't have a, a doubt about him. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's just more open of, like, I don't know what the fuck's out there. I'm just going to be myself and my true self and try to learn and absorb it as much as possible and i guess that's what i thought oprah was saying too i'm not saying that i disagree with her at all i said it just is hard when you put things into those type of context of like do unto others as you want done unto you and then you see somebody just treat everybody in their life absolutely terrible and then but they financially at least if you want to just look at that that's what i'm saying are more well off than you and i possibly will ever be well, I don't think that's true necessarily, but it doesn't, that's not it. It's, is she really like receiving and loving the gifts that she's been given? But or... what you said was she can love herself even though she treats people terribly. Then by that logic, but just having she's... money doesn't mean anything. 
it doesn't mean happiness or that she has people surrounding her that are like good people True. that aren't going to take advantage That's of her. That's all I know. So, yeah. So it sounds like a little bit of bitterness, anger. I wouldn't say that I'm angry. Bitter. Okay. If you want to call it bitterness. Maybe. I mean, I was just. Giving me, my, giving me your opinion, which is what I asked for. I think, yeah, what, like I've said, what you put out is what you get in return. And you just didn't like having, hearing it from Oprah. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like making fun of us. Everybody gets a humpback whale. You get a whale. You get a whale. I don't know. What you that get a whale. Is. Have what you ever is... seen the show where she gives, gives out humpback whales? Where she gives out prizes and they're always under the person's seat. Yeah. And like, I've seen the and show. And there's like a skit somewhere where they make fun of it and they're like, Everybody gets a humpback whale. Oh, I haven't seen that. No. Oh, okay. Well, it's out there. I'll post it. I'll find it and post it. Yeah. So I guess we're going to agree to disagree uh, on everything tonight. Is that where we're No, I think we are agreeing. Remind us never to record past Casey's bedtime ever again. No, I, I agree with a lot of what she said. I just, I don't know. I already explained myself. Yeah. All right. So, so um, speaking of sports. We can get back on the sports subject for a second. Did you love my touchdown dance that I did after we got the girls to bed tonight? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Did you see it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was pretty obnoxious. And... I wasn't sure if you were going to hurt yourself or not. <laughs> I was doing some awesome moves. It's a lot of thrusting. <laughs> I wouldn't say thrusting. Oh. Well, then I don't know. What do you call it? But then? it was just an excited touchdown dance. Like, yes, we did it. Kids are in bed. Yeah, Anybody... next time she's getting up and we're just going to make her walk to bed. She's That was too big. She's getting too big to be carrying upstairs. Oh, yeah. Up, up a ladder. Up a ladder, yeah. Yeah, it's get, she's getting too heavy for that. So yeah. I made you do it. <laughs> yeah. You better start working out. Well, she just better get ready to be woken up and walking her butt to her own room because that was... So this I'm might getting too old for that. This might cheer you up, you grouchy old man. Um, turns out... Turns out, Keisha's sister, Malia, uh-huh. posted on Facebook that she also has the same hanger system that you do in the oh, closet. Oh, same hanger policy, huh? Hanger policy, and she does not let her husband use her hangers. Ooh. Well, good. See? And so you have more followers. Oh, yeah. More Thank te- you, Malia. Hashtag Team Casey's. And yep. Malia, I meant to comment back on you, but to you, but I Yeah, I didn't see forgot. that comment. I think it was just on... I don't know how it works on my page or something or on Keisha and I's. Oh. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So Malia is on hashtag Team Casey. So I won the argument. The people have spoken and I won. I don't know. I just think my people are um, haven't uh, commented on Facebook. Crickets. <laughs> so if anybody I mean, uh, wait. is new to the show, just listen to our last episode and you can hear all about Casey and I's first move in together fight last month. Where we threw down. A big I didn't fight throw anything about hangers. Somebody got angry, and but it wasn't really about hangers. Things off of hangers. And just an update on that. Oh yeah, tell them how that went. What's so up? So after the the pants taking the pants off the hangers drama. Yeah, the hanger and tantrum. throwing them on the floor. The hanger tantrum. I ended up rehanging them all up. But not for very long. But then I decided a few days ago that it would really be better. I found a spot in the closet where I could fold them and stack them yeah so i definitely won so now we have so many hangers it's ridiculous anyway love living and with Casey and i'm grumpy so we're gonna like talk more about finding our purpose in life because that's 
just kind of where my brain is these days. Oprah said, if you haven't found your purpose, <clears throat> that is the immediate goal. Yep. Because otherwise you're just wandering around. And I agree with that. And I'd put it on a t-shirt and wear it. But what if you never find your purpose? As long as you're looking for it, you'll find it. That's what she said. Sometimes, oh my God. How? How did you do that? <laughs> how is that? No. Uh, no. I mean, you you put it out there. Okay, so. I hit it every time. Oh my God. That's also what she said. I have Michael in Michael. What's his last name? Michael Scott. Duh. Michael Scott in the studio right now with me. That'd be awesome. Okay. Before we get into like our purpose while we're on earth, let's do some television and film catch up. Let's not get super deep really fast. That's what she said. Oh my <laughs> God. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Was it not great? The other night. Yeah, you make it sound like I just saw Jerry Maguire for the first time. That was like my sixth time, but I made a note here to tell you that. I've watched it like every time more I, than that. Every time. <laughs> oh, I probably have to. Every time I watch it, I think this was the best time. This really was the best time watching it with you. Oh. Yeah, Why? for real. Because you complete, complete you? me. <laughs> Everybody's barfing right yeah, now. People I are pulling up. over on the side of the road barfing. People are turning us off, not listening. Yeah, there goes all the listeners. Our new listener in Nevada and in um, East Coast, where was it, Massachusetts? Yeah, they're not listening anymore. They're barfing. Probably. <laughs> but anyway, I love Jerry Maguire. Anytime I'm like going through, like I want to get like positive or like I'm trying to meet some goals, like I watch Jerry Maguire because I love, love, love his memo slash you never mission really get statement. To read it. I love the concept of it. I love, I love that he's staying up all night. He's doing headstands. He's sweating. He's like, because I've had some experiences like that where like just starts coming to you and you have to write it and you like get that passion and nothing else matters and you go to Kinko's in the middle of the night and you print a hundred million copies of it and then the next day you give it to everyone and then you're like, shit, did I just give that to everyone? That's how I used to feel when I wrote columns for the newspaper in college. I would love my idea. I would write it. I would have those like Jerry Maguire moments writing my articles, my mm -hmm. columns. And the next day when it was published, I was like, F word. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Did I, what? And I would be so terrified to like get the paper and actually read it and see. Uh -huh. But then it was always fine. And I always got like great feedback. I mean, I didn't just get great feedback. Some of it was... Not great feedback. But enough great feedback to know, like, all you right. You can't please everybody. You just can't. So I love some Jerry Maguire. And um, that was really fun watching it with you. Well, I enjoyed it. So speaking of TV, I meant to talk about this on our comeback episode last week. I know it's not really like a comeback episode, but that's what I was calling it. After a hiatus, I watched all of Sabbatical. Sopranos. Yeah, Sabbatical. I watched all of Sopranos, as you know. Mm-hmm. I had watched like three seasons with you mm -hmm. over like a few months. And then I watched season three and a half through the end in like three weeks. So Commitment. good. So good. I was packing. I was unpacking. It was perfect because like when you're packing and unpacking, you know, it's like I could watch it but and listen to it but still like get some stuff done. And so my brother, one of my brothers warned me, like, it's depressing. And yeah, it is. It was at parts, but like the whole psychiatrist component with Dr. Melfi treating Tony and then 
all the mental health issues that they explore on the show. Right. I loved it. It's like the perfect example of meds and therapy. They can only help so much. I just really think if people haven't watched it and they like mob stuff, they should watch it. I've had like this weird fascination with mob stuff since I read Donnie Brasco, the mm-hmm. autobiography. Yeah, the guy that was undercover. Yeah. And then I watched the movie. Donnie, Johnny Depp, I think, plays him in the movie. Donnie Brasco? I don't think it's Johnny Depp. I think it's that one dude that looks like Johnny Depp, but nobody ever remembers his name. Not Franco. No. It's a. It's not another big-name guy. Okay. Well, I we're going to do some fact-checking and get back to everyone on that. Are you doing that right now? Yeah. Okay, so love it. It's so good, but it's always been on my list. I have to say, best ending I've ever seen in a show, and that's all I'm going to say about that because I just want people to watch it. And then I'm such a nerd. You're right. It's Johnny Depp. I thought so. I know my Johnny Depp movies pretty well. Well, it's been so long since he's made a good movie that I've forgotten all the other ones. Oh, yeah. Was that like a burn? A dig? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes when you make enough good movies earlier in your career, you can just kind of coast through the rest of your life, I think. you do a movie about being a pirate and then you never let go of it. And you become the pirate yeah. even in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah. Which I do love that movie. I just rented it. That's another one of my inspirational movies. Anyway, okay, where am I here? What am I doing? I don't know. That's what we're trying to figure out. Our purpose. Oh, I wanted to say... <laughs> um, I'm such a nerd. I found an actual podcast that goes episode by episode of The Sopranos so that I could hear an analysis of each episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving it. That's awesome. I couldn't just watch it. I had to like talk to you about it incessantly obsessively incessantly incessantly is that a word yes i think so so anyway i just uh loved it and i'm taking but i'm taking a break from true crime but the way i'm like while i'm doing this whole like evolution of myself and finding my purpose and all that but to get my fix of some crime are you loving brooklyn 99 yeah that's a really good show i'm enjoying it (laughs) It's it's just the right amount of dumb humor for me where I I'm not annoyed. Right. It's cheesy, but like you know that. And the cases, I mean, even though they're not like real elaborate like Law and Order cases, they're good. I mean, yeah, they're still. You just get creative. like a tiny bit of mystery, a tiny, a little bit of something. Yeah, it's more just them goofing off and saying ridiculous stuff than it is actually about the police work. I mean, yeah. they, they're doing police work, but it's that's not, like, the main focus. Right. The personalities are great, too, because you've got, like, yeah, humor. Yeah, characters are hilarious. Angry chick. You've got, is it Gina, the one that I'm always obsessed oh, with? Oh, the secretary? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm basically her because she's in a dance troupe, and <laughs> she's fabulous, and um, she doesn't care what anyone thinks. That part I need to work on in my life, but yeah, she's so funny. She's hilarious. Yeah. And then Captain Holt. Yeah, I mean, just everybody. Like, you got to watch it. If you, it's it's an old show. I watched it when it first. Well, it's still on. Are they still making new ones? Yeah, I think they had gotten, uh, like canceled by NBC or Fox or whatever network they were on. Oh, that's right. I think it was Fox because Fox likes to cancel successful shows for some reason, and there was a lot of uproar. And then, um, what Hulu did was pick it up, so now it's like a Hulu show. Oh, it's a Hulu show now. Okay, good. Yeah. So we have lots of it to watch. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Anyway, I recommend it. It's lighthearted. It's funny. Um, 
I'm trying to like not take in as much negative stuff right now as I do this self-alignment transformation figure out my life's purpose thing that I'm doing (laughs) nothing major just a little self-project I'm working on um so on that note I guess what we're talking about today because I promised Casey that I wouldn't go on and on and on for like an hour how long has it been Uh, it's been about 35 minutes oh shit I said I would do 30 minutes okay I'm gonna hurry up this last part super important but I will just put it in a nutshell a little acorn, if you will. Okay. Okay. So I'm reading a book that was recommended to me by Dr. David Hawkins, and I will post a link to it, The Pathway to Surrender. It's about like letting go of negative beliefs about yourself and the world. Um, Sounds like an 80s rock song. Which part? Letting go of no. the beliefs. No. Oh, no. <laughs> that is not an 80s rock song. <laughs> Like the ty- the pathway to surrender. The pathway to surrender. Did oh, you know? Have you heard an eighties rock song? Well, how would you do an eighties rock song? I'm thinking hair uh, band. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking like Guns like and Roses. Motley Crue. Well, does right, Guns me, and Roses me, okay, sound like that? In my mind, I don't have my backup singers. I don't have my band. All right, this I'm is sorry. me doing a solo. Just interrupting you. I apologize. All right, so you're not gonna do a, an example. Of, no. Okay, not. maybe next time. Maybe. All right, so. I love this. He is explaining. Okay. So basically, let me just pause right there. I'm on a quest to figure out like how to, like even when you're on the right meds, you're in therapy, you're surrounding yourself with positive people and you still have that angst and you still have the fear and you still have that. Like for me, it's like this little bit of dread that I just get. And I'm trying to figure out like, and I've had so many clients who've experienced the same thing. They're on the meds. They're stable. They're, they have a good job. They have, you know, like things seem to be in order, but mm-hmm. there's still something. So what is it? So anyway, I'm reading this book about letting go of negative beliefs. Okay. So he explains that what is like unresolved within us, because we suppress our feelings and we drink or we party a lot or we like obsessively socialize and attend activities. And that's because we're avoiding the unresolved or like the unfelt feeling. So then this comes out in our beliefs of the world. So this is finally making sense to me. You know how people get obsessed with like political arguments and like Mm -hmm. the world is ending and all this stuff. It's really just as humans, if we have this unresolved stuff, we're just projecting it, our own unresolved stuff into the world. It's less hokey than that. Let me say that again. So we're projecting our own stuff out there, our own fears and like negative beliefs. Uh-huh. And then we're seeing it. So like we blame it on all of these external things. So the reason I see bad or the reason people cut me off is because I'm looking for people to cut me off on the road. Kind of. Because there are just as many, if not more people who didn't cut you off. Right? Continue. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so this is how we get into the victim mode of, like, things happen to us and things happen to me and life's not fair and there's all these bad drivers or we blame individuals, we blame the government, you know, we're blaming the devil, like religious people, that's mm-hmm. what they do. It's the devil. The times are changing. It's technology. When I, these days. When I was in Chicago, there was a woman on the train who clearly had some mental health problems she was standing on in the train car talking about the second coming and Mm -hmm. stuff and (laughs) this this guy 
his phone rang so it was like rush hour train traffic you know and he was talking on the phone and she started calling him the devil and stuff and the dude was so calm (laughs) he 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 was like hold on a second whoever he was talking to on the phone and he was like yeah he was like hold on a second and then he like you know press his phone against his chest to like you know muffle it muffle it and he was like will you shut up i am on the phone i am not the devil and (laughs) you witnessed this whole thing on the train and then he's like trying to have a conversation and you're being rude like he just like laid into her and then he didn't realize she, she was schizophrenic she exploded like she was just like the devil is coming he's coming or i don't know she just went yeah crazy. so that's but... an example of straight up psychosis mental illness mm-hmm. where you're obsessed with like <laughs> right religious stuff the rapture and all that stuff <laughs> yeah or like prophesizing yeah being a prophet there's something about like um schizophrenia or some of those psychotic disorders where they get real fixated on the bible and I don't know. I, there's a lot. To yeah, it was that. interesting. That is. Did you fear for your life at all or anything like that? Not in that situation. There were a couple of times. Could we do a whole show where you just talk about every time you feared for your life in Chicago when you lived there? I mean, no, let's it'd not. be like one negative. episode. It wasn't like a lot. There was only a couple times, but there's always, you know, never a dull moment. That's for sure. Okay, so back to Dr. Hawkins. He's basically saying... It's a way um, for us to blame something or someone else for causing these unpleasant feelings within us. We're not necessarily conscious, conscientious, conscious of what we're doing or about this whole thing until you wake up and you kind of like get it. But I'm guilty. I I used to do that a ton. Yeah. I think everybody does that. Right. But now that I know what it is, it makes so much sense. And that's why, because I've been really trying to figure out like, why are people so obsessed with like, this negative stuff on the news and like they're just drawn to it and they spew it and then people argue on Facebook and they just like I gotta be right I gotta make my point and it's like just a waste of time it's just a waste of time and it's it's a way to avoid probably doing your life's purpose or avoiding doing positive things and feeding into the belief of life's not fair and this person's wrong and those people that's the reason things aren't working He's like he even used an example of immigration, like over like blaming other um, nationalities, blaming. Yeah, I never understood that whole immigration argument right. because the people coming over that are like taking jobs, it's not like they're gonna these, and it's the people that are like doctor, you know, like the people coming over are taking like labor jobs that you wouldn't want to do in the first place. So they're not taking your job and they're not taking, I don't know. It just always like fascinates me when they're like, they're taking our jobs. And I'm like, really? You're a doctor. Like, what are they going to take your job? Seriously? Like, and see, like I'm having an issue right now. I'll just be very transparent and vulnerable and share this with everyone. My dad's a doctor. So I'm all, I'm like trying not to get defensive. Like, why do you have to say it's a doctor? Because that was the first thing that came to my mind because... Right, it had nothing to do with me or my dad, right? No. Right, so that's how, like, sensitive... You know how you've told me a lot lately, like, gosh, Meg, you're so sensitive, or I... I don't even know if you've said that or if I've said it. I have not said you're so sensitive. Okay. Because I know what that would do. Okay. You have made it... You have made it known that I'm... I've been more reactive. I'm, I'm reactive... And project. I do this. Like, you see me do this. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm very aware of it now. And I'm starting to understand it better. It's good. Yeah. So I'm working on it. Mine's more like on a micro level, like with individuals, my kind of projection or blame. But a lot of people do it with like on a more global level or spirituality or like a religious level or all mm-hmm. of that. So does that make sense? Yeah. No, I, I'm following you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. So I'm really into this book. I'm only in chapter three. <laughs> That's like... only through the first three chapters. <laughs> yeah. How many like 12, chapters 12 are 12 or 15. So the repressed or suppressed feelings, they're seeking an outlet. And so then we find the evidence to support it in the news or the surrounding, you know, things going on in our lives mm-hmm. because our brain is like in Focused that mode. Focused on those. Right. So with you and the driving, I mean, if you thought, if you seriously counted how many cars you interacted, your car interacted with on the road all week and how many incidents you had of people disappointing you or like doing something, it's probably a lot more positive interactions or normal interactions then yeah yeah sure right so if you i I just would love to see like if next week you shift your thinking just do this for me and just like go into every day like gosh there's so many good drivers out here there's so many well-kept cars out here wow look at that person staying in their lane and just see what happens i just gave you homework how do you feel about that yeah well okay (laughs) it's for the greater good i'm one of the safest drivers on the road no Oh, I'm saying like this experiment will teach people who are listening to us a lesson maybe. Like, oh, hey, here's an experiment. Casey's going to try this out. Okay. Would you? Sure, I'll try. Well, one of the things I love about you is that you're open to suggestion and change. Okay. As am I. How many times have I done that? Where I'm like, Casey, you're right. Yeah, I'm like, not disagreeing with okay, you. Okay, okay. I love it. I appreciate that. Yeah, so that's chapter three. Um, <laughs> so I'm on this quest to find peace. And I think it might be that there's just the spirituality component missing. I've always put it all together, like spirituality, religion, together, and it's not the yeah, same thing. Yeah, that's what I'm. What my whole point about Oprah. Yeah, but that, I'm not saying that that's she's wrong in believing that. Just when people are explaining the types of things like that, and they it it's more focused on the God aspect. I just kind of lose interest. Because That's just because it, it doesn't learn- click with me like I've other people. I've been learning too. It's okay. That like people use life source, God, universe, oneness. Like these are the terms people who have expanded past like just man regurgitated religion. Oh God, did I say that? Oh, well, no one, no one who's listening to my, our show is going to be offended by that. (laughs) Well, you shouldn't be. I mean, that's the other thing that always trips me up is God's supposed to be all knowing, all forgiving and accepting, Mm -hmm. but which that's not what man teaches. That's not how people live. I mean, not, not there's are people that live that way, but the loud people aren't living that way. You know what I mean? So, so God, the way that I interpret it now after this mm-hmm. reading and learning I've been doing is God, universe, one, the source, the force, if you will, if yeah. you're a Star Wars fan. I mean, if I'm sure, you know, that's Oprah's interpretation. That's how she feels. Then people, that's going to resonate with a lot of people. One, because they it's have Oprah. those. It's Oprah. <laughs> yeah. And then they, or they feel in the same spiritual sense as she does, even if it wasn't Oprah, you know what I mean? Right. 
but what she said is going along with a lot of other teachings i've been reading sure yeah and and a lot of things that i've read too and it just for me it just doesn't get me like as but if joe, motivated joe rogan i mean you have to find your person but you've sent me some other um the one guy you sent me he's the motivational guy oh yeah um joseph how, murphy and how he conveyed his napoleon hill yeah message it was the the one young black guy. Oh. I don't remember his name. I'll post that video. Yeah. But after watching I was like jacked. I you was were jacked, like, yeah. yeah. What but about it's yeah. the way he just He spoke, spoke to you. It, and he talked about And you know what? Universal truths and beliefs and, you know, feelings and I intuition and all that stuff. If a six year old female, Oprah, isn't speaking to you, that's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, and I don't I mean, that's the other thing is her path and everything mm-hmm. that she had to go down. To be perfectly honest, me as a white male, I'm not going to be able to. I can. I respect her and I admire her for. You know about her history? Yeah. Because I did a um, report and biography on her in, sorry, in college. And I, did I tell you? I probably said this on one of the shows that I still have a library book that I never returned to the Ball State Bracken Library. Oh. Oprah well, book? No. Okay. But yeah, I'm just saying the path she had to go through, you know, down. It doesn't. It's not the same as like you I'm, connecting with Joe Rogan, who like you can totally relate more with. Yeah, and it's not. I don't think it has to do with male female type of thing. It's just Life I'm not going to be able to relate with what a black person has had to go through in those struggles and uh, adversities. You know, I can sympathize for it. And a female, yeah. I mean, she's on a whole other. That's the whole other side of it, you know. And it's like I can sympathize, but I'm never going to be like, oh, I, I totally know how you, how you feel, how you feel about that. It's just not. You just you can't. We can't connect with everyone. No, but I'm not going to take anything away from her. It's amazing what she's been able to do. Yeah. So anyway, on that note, let's just end there because you know my goal is. 90% 90% fun, 10% truth bomb. <laughs> Casey, why do you uh, even do this show with me? Because you look so annoyed right I don't now. know. I, I mean, you keep it interesting. I'll give you that. Should I um, post a job? Like, are you quitting? Should no. I try why to... would I quit? I have nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah, you can tell Casey just loves this so much. I do. Do you? Yeah, I do. All right. Honestly. Are you going to do the experiment I asked you to do for next week? I'll do my best. Okay. I will do my best. Everyone is going to be dying But I do have, it just always fascinates me that I don't know, I don't look out for people like today when I was driving downtown that a guy just in front of me, we're the only two on the on-ramp, and he just stops. Right in front of you? Uh Uh-huh. I, I would never wish that on anybody in anybody's universe. I mean, Sh- it does Certainly happen. not mine. That kind of stuff happens. But you're trying to get up to 60 miles an hour, and you're at almost at the end of the ramp doing 20. Oh, I thought you said he stopped. Well, by the end of the ramp, he was gradually slowing down instead of speeding up. Well, do you think... I mean, I'm my first thought is something was wrong with his car. Mm, throw and your hazards probably... on. Yeah, but maybe he was having a panic moment. I thought that, but then he continued to drive down the 
Was he drunk? Emergency. I don't know. He did have a Ball State license plate. Well, you know, us Ball so, Staters were always drunk. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just out kidding. Not anymore. Diddlers I don't even think I could, or whatever like, you went to. Oh, Dill Hole. The Dill, Dill Hole. No, I don't even think I can get into Ball State now. They've, like, raised their standards so much. Oh, shut up. I don't care. All right, everybody. You know where to find us. Let's not waste everyone's time. It's Sunday night. It's yeah. late. You know. Check us out. Email us if you want. Um, we are looking. I would love. Say that again. Sorry, I cut you off. TheMentalMomShow.com. No, TheMentalMomShow at gmail.com. Or the website. The website. Yeah. And... Yeah. I would love if people would email us who are You're so terrible. I'm terrible. We're terrible. I would love if people would email us if you would like to be on our show. I would love to interview you because you know the series I'm doing, the Celebrity Next Door. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's a parent, anybody who is getting up, going to work every day, just you know the American dream, the American dream, the American not dream, whatever. I just want to talk to you. If you're listening to our show, I would love to have you on the show. So send us an email at thementalmomshow at gmail.com or go to our website, thementalmomshow.com. I thought it was thementalmom.com. No, I think it's thementalmomshow.com. Oh, it's thementalmomshow.com. It's Sunday, everybody. It's Sunday. Well, this never again. Not so late on a Sunday night. All right. Good night, everybody. Um, well, you, when you're hearing this, it'll be... Monday morning. Should I just should I just call it? Take us out, Casey. Take us out. Okay. As always, thanks for tuning in, even though it may be a little painful. Especially tonight. <laughs> just kidding. Please like, share, rate, subscribe, all of those fun things. It really means a lot to us. And everybody that continues to listen to us, thank you for your continued support. We greatly appreciate it. If... As Meg said, you have anything you'd like to contribute, please don't shy away. We'd love to hear from you. And next week, we haven't got there, but we'll have one, so stay tuned.